welcome, 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 viewers and all listeners. You are here. It is the Pedalboards of Doom live cast or the Fret Talk podcast episode number 135, depending on where you're listening. And you are here with your host. It is me, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Say hi, me. Hi, me. And you're here with the person who's not me. It is Lee. Say hi, Lee. Hi. How you all doing? Higher than that, Lee. Hi, Lee. It needs and to be hi, Lee. Joseph Robert Richardson, who also says he's here. Whoop, whoop, whoop. One of our, hi, Joseph. One of our beautiful, exclusive Patreon chaps, that is. Mr. Mr. Everything Joseph. And Doug Christ. Hello, boys and girls. Hello, Doug. Doug is also one of our exclusive, wonderful, <laughs> amazing Patreon fellas. Oh, Bonjour, gentlemen. <laughs> if we get Bimson, it's a, it's a hat trick there. We're bound to get Bimson. He always tunes in. Bonjour, no. There we go. So, hello, hello, hello. Hi, Robert. Rob, uh, Joseph, um, unfortunately, Matt isn't with us today. He's working. But he is. Yes. You've got us. Indeed. I know. What a <laughs> consolation prize. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so. How are we? How are you, Lee? I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. How are you? That's it. Raising the the, uh, the point glass of, of water. It's, uh... it's vodka. No, it's oh, not. Okay. Do you know what? I did a live stream in the week and um, I had, I'd been working on it for ages just trying to get like the um, the sound right and these sort of things. I only did the live stream to test levels and these sort of things. You, you tuned in. I did. And I uh, forgot I'd made myself a lemonade and vodka, which I'm having because I'm on this diet and it was the only thing that I could have uh, that was alcoholic. And then ages later, I just like gulped down a load of it and it was really strong. I was like, shit. <laughs> it was like mid-life mid cast. It was it was good. Uh, in fact, tell us tell us more about those live casts because you you'd uh, we kind of cracked a a new uh, a new venture for the live casting stuff this week. Yeah, oh, it's it's so good. So, look, long story short, when um, when we first started doing live streaming on Pedalboard Today, which was probably about four or five years ago now, it was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Um, <laughs> Uh, Jonal Lou said what's up watching Philip Philippines hi Jonal I hope I'm saying your name right um, so yeah it, it, we were playing <laughs> we were playing the guitar into it we had a guy who was deaf doing the audio that isn't a joke um, <laughs> oh it should be uh, anyway um, it was just awful hi Will how you doing well, hey. uh, that's Will that's Will, Will the power um, pal the, the man with the hair <laughs> yeah, the one who doesn't like like people in toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Freshen up, Freshen up. Uh, so yeah, we were doing we were doing it. The sound was awful. The Facebook compression on the audio was absolutely horrendous. Blah blah yeah. blah. Long story short, we stopped it. It was just yeah, all, it wasn't all worth the, comments, the effort. But yeah. yeah, just don't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been something that's bugged me for a long, long time because I wanted to be able to play guitar and do a demo, but do it in a way where you can do it organically and get feedback. Uh, and um, we cracked it. We really did. Um, with the help of this um, Victory Duchess V4, it's got a line out, a straight line out. So I'm running it in a bit of um, a silly fact. Oh, Andrew's just joined. Hi, well, Andrew. Hey, that's the hat trick. Another one of <laughs> our patronizers, Mr. Andrew Bimson. Yo, yo, yo. Woo! Um, so, yeah, what we're doing is running a line out straight into a mixer. From the mixer, I'm running it into a door. On the door, I'm adding a cab sim. 
and then I'm running it back into the mixer because this mixer is actually a um, an audio interface as well. So this is the Soundcraft Signature 12 multi-track. Very, very good bit of kit. Um, and then from that, I'm running it back into OBS, which is our broadcasting software, which is what we're using now. And then I'm running that straight into um, onto Facebook. I did put some cab sims onto OBS, but it it couldn't really handle it. It was overloading it a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, we we had to try um, of micing up the room uh, a, a, about probably about six months ago now, didn't we? Yeah, um, and <laughs> because because it went through that Facebook compression first, um, it just it ended up sounding really not as good Drunk. as it, it, it sounded. It sounded all right at best, and you were just like, "No, the tones I'm getting here are fantastic," and we're like, well. um, "So it's it's really yeah. good that you've are managed they? to crack are that." Are they really? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So what? Um, my next plans with that are going to be one um, adding a room mic, so yeah. um, but a low level just to give a bit of ambience to it, yeah. um, a little bit of more realism, and then I'm going to be working with yourself and a couple of other people I'm talking to about getting them to have the same setup and seeing if I can get that to come into. OBS as well, or, or into a mixer, or, or run it in a, some sort of way that you're running uh, a cab sim at your end, the audio's coming through, or your audio comes through dry at this end, and I add another cab sim again, yeah, and then run it out, and see if we can do it in such a way that um, you can play guitar, I can do play guitar, if we've got the same pedal or complementary pedals, we can compare... And, and just see how in depth we can get this, and see if we can do some live demos. We'll record them, stick them up on YouTube, that sort of thing. I think it's yeah. um, something. No one's doing this. No one else is doing this. But if they are, please please let us know in the comments and what have you. But I don't, I don't think anyone else is doing this. Yeah, I think uh, the um, the TPS viewers' comments every so often get a little bit of playing on it, but it's. It's not the feature, is it? It's the the feature's kind of going through their their polished and processed video and picking apart the comments that they've had on that. So it's, That's right. It's almost like a kind of uh, it's 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 almost like that, but with less of a, a gap between it, rather than having two separate entities, having it as yeah. one one entire show. Yeah, so we can do like we have on here. So we have a laugh with the people in the comments and stuff like that, and it's, it's much more organic. Um, I, I personally, although I've made lots and lots of YouTube videos, I hate it because it just it feels so awkward. You're just talking to a camera, and yeah, you know, it's, it's exactly that, isn't it? It's you really, start feeling a little bit narcissistic, don't you? It's it's a bit weird. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a talent. It from like. If you're watching a YouTube video, you think, oh, how hard could that be? And then the moment you sat in front of the camera, you, you start feeling so self-conscious and uh, and almost second-guessing everything that you're saying and thinking, oh, did I talk too much here or did I not talk enough about this here? And it just it gets into your head. So hats off to yeah. those those people who are doing it. Absolutely, because it isn't easy. Um, Andrew has just said, uh, can you make it a short one this week? Um, he's got Doctor Who, Top Gear, and this week's TPS to catch on. Let me answer that. 
I've got Doctor Who and Top Gear to catch up on, and there wasn't a TPS this week. Um, so, something yeah. went wrong with the uh, edit, and um, uh, Mick said that there, there wasn't a um, there wasn't anything out there. Uh, so they, so we didn't get a, a show this week, unfortunately. He was going to put it up on Saturday, but it, uh, from what I saw, it didn't turn up. Unless, unless, he's, unless it's popped up. I want to show you guys. Uh, <laughs> Joseph has said, <laughs> "This Love is Island never a great." Final. It, it is the Love Island final. Who's who's mentioning that, Joseph? Yeah, fantastic, God. my man. Oh, high five. He's just lost points, man. Um, we're, we're doubling your Patreon fee. <laughs> right um i want to show you guys the cab sim that i uh pro software i was using um this is just a picture this isn't a um not a live version yeah it. although it looks like it's live so what hey, you've got don't is... tell them don't don't peek behind the curtain say it's live yeah we'll <laughs> never know this this is so good right this is free this software is free this is from two notes who make Possibly the best IRs out there because they're, they're not. If you call them IRs, they get a little bit touchy about it. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're interactive IRs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They like for every IR they do, it's worth like fifty of a normal one. Uh, Andrew said uh, that pedal show came out tonight, so that's cool. I'll be able to catch up on that tomorrow. Um, oh, I've got some watching to do. That's good. Along with Voltron, I'm really enjoying Voltron. What the right. fuck is Voltron? Oh man, we will speak about that later. But um, <laughs> I can't believe you've never. Seen... Do you remember Power Rangers? Remember there was like um, other toys of like the the Zoids and stuff that were just lions when you were a kid, and you see them at boot fairs and stuff, and you were like, "Hang on, is this some sort of rip off of Power Rangers?" Well, actually, Power Rangers was a rip off of that, but it's much better. It's like nothing like Power Rangers, other than they've got these five lines that clip together I'll tell you about that later (laughs) two notes two notes make the best IRs used professionally throughout the world and they've got software called Wall of Sound it's completely free you download it it's got two cabs for free and then you go and buy cabs you get you get it for 30 days and if you buy a cab which costs about six quid or something I think it was six dollars so that's like 20p if you go and buy a cab you get the software for for free yeah it's got compressors on it you can move the mic around it's awesome so yeah jeremy over at two notes click clued me onto this and he said why don't you just use that because i was asking him about irs Uh, and the difference between the one i was using and the one that and this was night and day it really was Stu's just joined us he said what's going on looks like two note stuff well, if you bothered to join in on time, you'd he's, have found uh, he, I mean, he's <laughs> recently picked up a a, a Cab M from two notes, yeah. actually. Yeah, he did. I think the Cab M can be used directly with the Wall of Sound as well. I'm not that au fait with all of it, but um, yeah, it, oh my God, it, yeah, really, really good stuff. So yeah, that that's... And what, what I'm planning on doing is, because my... My Zilla cab, you can see behind me, has two different speakers in it. It's got a V30 and a Greenback Heritage. Um, I'm just going to get two cabs on here. And that 2x12 sounds like a 4x12 as well because it's a fat boy, so it's extra deep. Mm. Um, I'm just going to get two... I'm going to put two um, 4x12s on there with the two different variations of speakers, and I should be able to get pretty damn close to the sound I've got in the room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I've... I've done with the IRs that I use because I, I run 
largely straight into desk. Um, and I use uh, I use a free IR loader uh, called I think it's Ignite. Something like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a free one. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was using. And when I went from that to this, this is what I said when I went from night to day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean the the IRs that I've got are pretty decent because I've got some Celestian ones. Um, and I run them in a, a pair because you can blend in in um, in Ignite. You get the choice of like two uh, two cabinets, and then you can blend between them to get a mix of the two. And I do that yeah. so it sounds quite similar. So I've got I've got like the one mic on the on the one cone of a of, a, of one certain type of speaker, and then like a, a different mic on, on like off axis on another type of speaker, and I blend them until it sounds pretty much what the response of my amp sounds like anyway. Which uh, is uh, basically the same as what you can do with this. Because uh, um, for, for your viewers, um, Adam can't see what you're seeing, so. Um, and I would try and send you the picture, but I've, I'd probably break everything. Yeah, yeah I, my internet <laughs> drop out, mate. You just don't bother. Well, draw, got, draw me a picture for yours. It, you, you've got a cab and then a mic in front of it, and then you've got like your rack of your different compressors and all that sort of thing. You've got yeah. your, your volumes, and then you've got that mirrored symmetrically on the other side with a different cab. And you can change the room it's in as well. So you've got like a, one on this particular image, one's in like a, a hall. Yeah. Um, one's in like a, a, a say a hall, like a I don't know where to explain it. Well, you got like but studios and halls a, and a domed room, like yeah, a, yeah. Uh, you imagine monks would be in it or something. So it'd be very echoey. And yeah. then the other ones on on a stage. I'm well into that. I, I need to get on this. Yeah, it's free, man. Try it. If you don't like it, it didn't cost you anything. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's yeah, it's cost nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm well into that. Um. Yeah. So, um, before we go on to news, I'll uh, I'll I'll go through some of the stuff that I've been through this week. Um, nice one. I, in fact, oh, it's it's still plugged in. Uh, I released a YouTube video on um on Friday, uh, which we talk about tomorrow on the on the podcast. But um, <laughs> it's basically was the the Joyo uh. The Joyo Octave, it's the Polyphonic Octave Generator, which is oh, octave down, octave up, and then it's got the modulation as well. Which sounds like a Hammond organ. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got some some uh, some quite nice comments on that, saying how it's how the modulation setting pretty much is is a bit of a game changer for for that kind of pedal because it's I mean it's never going to be your your bread and butter. Um, pedal. You're not going to be going to that for every sound, but when you kick it well, in, you want it. You're, you're trying to emulate John Lord. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if 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 it was a case where you were a guitarist, like a guitarist in like a two guitarist function band, you would you were tasked with doing the John Lord bits of Deep Purple tunes. You'd be better off with the uh, the B nine or the C nine or, or something like that. Um, yeah, it's but, not that much more expensive either, is it? Yeah, th- I think they are actually because this. I th- are they? Yeah, I think these are um, about seventy quid. The uh, for the Joyo, whereas the uh, the EHX ones are usually about one thirty. I think. 
it's not, it's not that much more for for what you get. I mind you, if, I, I think if I was going for that, I'd go for the pog. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the pointing towards the HX. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, they do do that well. Yeah, they, they they've got that corner of the market pretty much sewn up, haven't they? Uh, but yeah. this it's it's not a not a bad little competitor, and considering the price point is like I say almost half of what you'd be paying for uh, for the organ stuff. Um, like you've got the option of adding that big fat uh, bottom end to like a big riff, or if you just use the upper upper octave, you can get kind of Hendrixy. Um, Octavio sounds, uh, and then of course you've got the the the, the organy sounds in there as well with the modulation. So it's it's like a little little workstation for just these obscure little sounds that you might want to might want to hit on. Yeah, I, I really like that pedal a lot. It's um, it was it was so much fun. It really was. It was out out of the lot from that range. I thought that was the. Um, I thought that was the the one that's shown through the most. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more of a <laughs> a subtle uh, kind of guy, so it's it's taking me outside of my kind of comfort zone a little bit. But I found some really cool sounds in there, uh, and in the demo as well, I, I I pushed it to the points where it was it was glitching and it was breaking. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, when you're making. When you're making demos like that, the no talk all tone stuff, the point of it is to show people exactly what you're going to get. And mm. rather than dialing in these sweet little tones and going, oh, yeah, this is what it does. And this, no, this is this is where you can get it to, to break it up. So here are its limits. If if it fits within your limits, then then it sounds our friend William has just said he uses wall of sound all the time for demo purposes oh no nice. maybe we should see um, maybe we should see how the um, the what's it called the XV1 or something isn't it the, yeah yeah the yeah the 16 16 yeah um, maybe we should see how that sounds if, if do, do a demo of it with the wall of sound like just for yourself and see how it compares yeah that'd be interesting because that's your most recent demo um, it'll still be fresh in your head mm-hmm I mean, I could pull up any of the any of the demos. I've got the audio, like the the uncompressed yeah. audio, because when you when you upload anything onto YouTube as well, it's kind of it's a it, where's it's, my dice? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's one of them, isn't it? It's an approximation of the sound that you you had initially. Um, yeah, but the, they've, they've been coming out right, silly. Um, That's it. Before we do get onto the news as well. Um, I've I've mentioned it on a few um uh a few podcasts where me and a couple of the guys um are a part of like a little uh, a little guitar group the guitar cartel uh and we uh we're often having a chat sometimes about Love Island don't kill me um and our good friend Simon Simon from JSA pedals um he has recently uh, I mean, he's he's like the past couple of weeks. He's um, he's been putting up stuff about like potentially having uh, having some serious surgery, and he went in for the surgery um, yesterday, I think. Um, and like there were all of us guys in the the cartel who were just like 
sat there worried worried sick about him and he's 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 pulled through and he's he's doing well so i'd like to send out my uh my well wishes uh to to simon because he's a good good man and nice to know that he's uh he's he's making steps forward now as well yeah, I've never met the guy or, or really spoke to him, but I've heard a lot about him, and he seems like a, a bang on guy from what I've heard. So yeah, so do you know what? I was when you started that, I was going to make a joke about him contracting the, the. I didn't know where you were going with it, and I was going to make a joke about him contracting a contra- coronavirus. <laughs> and I'm yeah. really glad I didn't at that point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, let, let's. Um, I'm glad he's pulling through. That's really, really good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of these guys um, who. A couple of the boutique builders, like uh, like um, Hello Sailor Joe, just says that Simon has got magical ears. He, he can hear things and pick up on things that other people don't. And he's uh, just said um, he's a legend. He's built half his board. Um, he said, "Here, here." Yeah, exactly, that exactly that. Uh, so the fact that he can be the the madman with the soldering iron. Another day is is brilliant. Oh, excellent! Yeah, show some love to show some love to our Simon. He's a he's a massive friend of mine, and I I'm I'm glad that he's uh, he's pulling through. Yeah, hit that love button and um, show some love and all that malarkey. Yay! That's that's it. I, I've I've got something else I've been doing this week. Go on. I've been. If you uh, are you a member of Fuzztopia? Uh, I think so. Yes. Also, I've been making, you know, the Tampedia players, the embedded ones. So I do, yes. So we brand them and we make them for different uh, people. What we've been doing is free of charge. We've been making them for Facebook groups so they can have their own branded um, Facebook group uh, player. Unfortunately, we can't embed the players on there, but we can make really cool videos of them and then put links so people can follow through and actually play them. Yeah. But uh, it's just making the, the top of Facebook groups look really interesting. It looks really cool. So we've done it for Fuzztopia. We're doing it for Guitar Nerds. But what we're doing, Fret Talk, we're obviously going to get them as well. But obviously, you put you put other people first and then you do your own as, as they come along, as you've got yeah. time. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I've been doing. So keep an eye out for that because that's going to look really cool. Um, we've also put um, Scott Gaylor, who is a, an artist for everyone. Uh, Keeley, Chase Bliss Audio, Boss, quite often Boss. Um, oh, loads of people. Check him out. He's an awesome player. He used to play in a, a band called Kid, Kid Havoc back in the 90s. Really, really great player. Um, does a lot of teaching now as well. Uh, but on his website, we've I've made one for him as well. It looks so cool, man. It's so much fun making them. Really, nice. so yeah, keep an eye out for them, and they'll be going up on our on our groups and everything pretty soon. Yeah, I'll have to check them. I'll have to check them. You wanna? Do you wanna do some news? Uh, yeah, right. Look Ooh. at this logo. This is taken directly off the website. Boom! How <laughs> awesome! How eighties is this? I love this. You can't see it. You have no, no idea no. what we're talking about. It's got Kramer written along and it's got like its headstock which comes down to a point but almost like a it looks a bit like a knife it's not very ibanez as you might imagine 
but um, and then below it, made to look like a patch that you'd wear on your jean jacket or your leather jacket, it says made to rock. The made to rock is in purple with a green background with a black board around the whole thing. It looks epic. It looks so cool. So that's there's a there's, there's going to be a re a relaunch of um of Kramer guitars, isn't there? I'm well pleased. I really am. I've, I've played old Kramers um, quite a bit actually, and they're really cool. I don't think I've managed to play a Kramer. I think by the time I started playing guitar, they had all gone pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't get new ones, well, you do now. But um, yeah, they're, they're all old ones. Oh, I tell a lie. Actually, this yes. is this is this is taking taking me back. To the like the first maybe year of me playing, I used to frequent um, Sound Control in Birmingham. But when it was when it was Sound Control, because Sound Control went went down ages ago, and I think it was probably like I say, probably about a year after I'd started playing, they had this crazy ass Kramer on the wall. It was like. It was a white finish, and it had like stars as inlays. Um, yeah. Hang on, is that not? Are you not thinking of the um, uh, Richie, Jer- Black, uh, Richie Sambora? Yeah, the so, Jersey boy. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Jer- Jersey. Some Jersey something cool, other wasn't it? Yeah. That, yeah. 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 But you don't wear it. It's not like a jumper. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd found out that it was uh, it was a Richie Sambora signature, and I, I thought, my God, that is that is pretty cool. And uh, apparently they're uh, they're reissuing that as well, aren't they? Yeah, I, I used to know a guy who had one. He he was a proper Richie Sambora nut. He even had the talk box and just get up and play like nice. living on a prayer like wah, 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 wah. It's so cool. Um, well, actually, no, it wasn't really cool. But I liked it. <laughs> it's one yeah, of those things isn't it I mean you've got to try it at least once in your life hands up in the comments right if you've ever played a Kramer because you know there's a fair few of you out there let's see if yeah. um, how many people have actually played a Kramer it's, it's basically uh, uh, like an 80s Shrek guitar made by Gibson there's yeah, another yeah, company that... they've bought you know like Epiphone and these sort of things yeah and that's, that's it isn't it so that's where the kind of the Gibson tie-in comes in um, so part of this was that um, Mr. Curly uh, JC had come up with he'd come out with like, <laughs> not that JC <laughs> he'd come out with a press uh, a press statement about um, about the re-release um, the reimagining of Kramer and uh, I've taken a quote from that uh, so he says he says that Gibson let's be the most relevant most played and most loved guitar brand again (laughs) and I just thought I just thought like most relevant yeah (laughs) yeah. what were people doing 30 years ago let's be relevant that's it yeah Uh, but I I don't want to just I don't want to shit on Gibson a whole deal but I just thought that was a really weird (laughs) <laughs> a really weird statement to come out with. Oh yeah, we're we're re-releasing some some absolutely eighty shred machines. Um, yeah, let's be the most relevant. <sighs> all right, all right, Gibson. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I, I've defended Gibson to my dying breath. I, I really like him. I, I know the QC goes down occasionally, um, yeah. but it does with all big companies, and that's going to happen. My defender tend to keep it on board, like on, on spec. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, different owners, this sort of thing. But I'm really excited to see what they could do with this because there's the biggest gear market out there is metal players. I don't care what anyone says. Metal players buy more gear than anyone else. We proved that, you know, um, with Timepedia. We, you know, we just looked at. We were sticking away from metal before I joined, and I, I came in and I was like, "We've got to do metal. We've got to." That, and when we looked at all the metal guitars and all, they were like, "Well, what's the best, the top three metal guitars?" I was like, "It don't work like that. It's not like you've got a Strat Les Paul and a Tele." There are such a wide variety of metal guitars, and everyone's got their different favourites. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean, a very, there's an argument it's a really that you've thing. got Jackson, Schecter, Ibanez, uh, kind of at those, but then Schecter have been kind of veering more towards kind of classic shapes with like the Nick Johnston and the. This uh, is the sort of thing where I, I start reeling off more names and more companies, and you go, "Oh yeah, and them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and them." And you, you just got to like go. Well, you can laugh about BC Rich, but you know they, they drop in and out of relevance here and there. But you know, uh, you mentioned Jackson. You got Charvel as well. You got LTD and obviously ESP. Uh, you know, yeah, ESP, and, and you keep yeah, going on and keep going on, and, yeah. and it will. You know, it would be ages and ages before we start going. Oh yeah, what else is there? It's just yeah, there's uh, loads of them. I mean, but they're they're companies that I mean, especially like um, Jackson, Ibanez, Schecter, ESP to a degree as well. During like during the two thousands, were pretty much pumping out satin black guitars with AMGs in and <laughs> yeah. stuff stuff along those lines. Where ESP definitely have have veered away from more than. Uh, into into different territories. I mean, they've got them. Jackson like a, have as well. Yeah. A Ronnie, yeah, Jackson have, um, Sheck to have as well. Like I say, yeah. um, but you've you've got companies that are still doing that that metal thing, like um, solar guitars. I'm hearing more and more of recently. Yeah, yeah, old Ola's um, stuff. Well, you know, what about the Strandbergs? You know, Strandbergs, um, and what else have we got? The Strandberg, who who else does the those sort of um, headless Ormsby. things? Ormsby, and there's another one. Who's the one that Joss was sponsored by with his pink Kiesel. headless? Kiesel, yeah. Um, yeah, those sort of things. They're, they're becoming more and more... Re- I love the Strandberg stuff. It is so cool. We spoke about it before. It is so, so, so cool. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's... It's interesting. It's interesting, uh, but the, I mean, let's bring in up terms this of like metal guitars. They're they're heading towards more rather than metal, but like a modern guitar with the kind of ergonomic frets and the uh, the neck profiles, which aren't just like oh yeah, the, the, the Strandbergs are a guitar for the yeah. future. Yeah, that, that's what Bill and yeah. Ted should have been playing. Sure. Indeed, but they were probably playing Kramer's, weren't they? No, they were playing... I think they were Hofner's, because they had the headless ones, didn't they? They were the ones with the really small bodies. Oh, like um, Steinberger's. Mm, yeah, yeah, it could be. 
I've just brought up the picture, the, the picture I downloaded, which was the uh, Knight V, which is uh, a flying V with, instead of like the pointy bits, uh, the, the middle bit where it's a cutout for the V, which would be the bit in between your legs if I were your legs, is almost like a C shape, or you could say a D shape if it's to your left. Yeah. And then the uh, the points are at an angle off of that. And, um, yeah, you've got Floyd Rose on it, two humbuckers. It's in black. It's got the almost like a Jackson-style fret marker on it, so they're a little bit pointy yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and closer to the fret wire. Locking nuts, obviously, because it's got Floyd Rose on it. I could do without the Floyd on this, to be honest. Um, but it does look pretty meaty. But I picked this one just because it was an example of what they're going for. They they aren't giving you another Les Paul. They're not giving you another Strat. They are, although there are things like that in their catalogue, but they're all aimed at people who want to play above the fifth fret. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Uh guitars that cater for that kind of speed again isn't it mm. um, I vaguely remember the Beretta being a, um, a Kramer um, Kramer model I think that's their super strat style isn't it the, the Beretta I, I'm not too I fi on them like I say because see they, what I can find um, see if I can find a better picture to put up but um, the, the Beretta you reckon yeah the Beretta um, but I, yeah, I did want to talk about, like, like I say, um, Gibson as a whole have been doing pretty well. The prices of the the standard stuff has come down, which means that it's it's getting into more people's hands. Uh, I think they're they're um, producing things that more people want to see as well. I mean, like the the sixty one SG with the Maestro and the Vibrola, um, and then producing the same thing in the the Epi lineup as well, so putting it at different price points. So they're they're really kind of um, pointing towards that end of the market. But then with this, with the Kramer stuff, they're definitely they're harking back to that those those proper classic um, shred machines, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I've I've just got the Bretter up, and, and yeah, you're right. This is. Um... This this does look pretty awesome. So this is this is a blue body with um, a flame on it. So and when I say a flame, I don't mean like a, I mean actually like like you'd see on the side of an American car around the wheel arch. So you've got the flames drawn on it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to transition that over so people can see that. So it's also got one pickup which is at the bridge, which is also a Floyd Rose, and that pickup is angled, is it slanted. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, slanted got a maple fretboard um that looks awesome that really does that looks so cool it does look a little bit like a kid's guitar so it does look a little bit like um something um that might you might pick up for you know 20p a boot fair or something like that i must be fair it's but didn't the uh didn't bc rich have the gunslinger as well which was really similar um, which was a single pickup, pretty much all out rock machine. Just didn't have a tone control. Was just a volume, and you just whack that up straight up. And that there you go, like really hot high output pickup. Just could be. I, I don't know. 
I've I've played some Charvels and stuff that I've got a single pickup in, and they were yeah. just same setup as this. They just looked less like a toy. Um, I bet this plays nice, so. Yeah, you know, I mean, this, this if if they coloured this with the Union Jack or or the American flag, it would have the same effect. It doesn't look cool. It looks a little bit silly, and I want yeah, to see better paint jobs on it. Toe in the line of tackiness. Um, yeah, but funny no you should mention um, Charvel actually, because Charvel are, are pretty much the other side of the coin, aren't they? Because they're uh, fenders reimagining of the kind of origins of Jackson and what they've done with Charvel is really really interesting like the DK24 so and 22 yeah you think of the, pro, the pro mods um, a, a lot, they're a really cool um, kind of middle ground between that that harking back to the, the 80s stuff but then the kind of the modern stuff as well because they've got the roasted uh, roasted maple boards and mm. uh, stainless frets. So they've got a lot of these these classic accoutrements. But then you can get them in like like burnt orange kind of colours and stuff. So yeah, they've they've got a lot of um, pr- quite nice, tasteful colours, haven't they? They have. They're almost like garish colours, but then have been muted down a little bit, so they're kind of more pastely. Yeah, yeah, past these satin um, sort of paint. Well, yeah, and they are satin finishes. And I... I think I think that's an absolutely blinding, uh, a blinding way to go for them. So I mean, if if Gibson start doing this kind of thing with uh, with Kramer, it might be that they find that kind of that seat in the market as well. Yeah, I, I'm all for for these. Um, I'd be quite happy to play a few of these and just see, you know, what's what it sounds like. If it's made like crap and it plays like, you know, sounds like crap, then it, you know, it's a wasted effort. But um, I don't think that's going to be the case. Do you want to hear the comments on this? Because there's been a, quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's open it up to the floor. Um, so. Um, Matt joined in for a second. He's he's gone now because he popped him during his break. Uh, and talking about the flying V, he said it looks shit. Um, Joseph's <laughs> yeah. Joseph said Darth Vader's guitar, which you know what I've heard that said about a few different BC riches and things like that before. Uh, Matt said that's my contribution. Now back to work. And then <laughs> Joe said, "Bye, Matt." So. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Uh, Hi, Matt. And he said, is this where they've suddenly gone after the keys on a Sully? Um, yes. <laughs> and Doug Christ said, silly, but it's definitely 80s. Uh, and that's true. It, you know, you can't den- There's no denying this is a very 80s guitar. You can put yeah. this in the back of your Corvette and like get two miles to the gallon as you go to the drive-in or whatever you do in America. I don't really know. I'm making it up as a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play. Why not? Yeah. So, so that's... Yeah, that's what the um, contributors contributed. I do apologise to any listeners. I don't think you'll be able to hear it on the live stream, but you you most likely will be able to hear it on the uh, on the podcast because my microphone's quite uh, quite a decent one. My radiator is doing some mad like garbling gargling <laughs> water sounds, and it's just it's really that isn't funny. a new pedal you've created, is it? 
I might do. I might, yeah, hook it up to some. I mean, I'll I'll have a chat with Game Changer. That sounds like their their wheelhouse completely, doesn't it? <laughs> the cargo radiator, brilliant. That's it. Yeah, the the radiator pedal. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, let's let's kind of see what we what we get from uh, from Kramer. Uh, I'd like to think they might might do something for the Birmingham Guitar Show. I don't know if uh, Gibson are. Uh, are exhibiting there? I don't. I think they they usually exhibit through, like, uh, through UK stores, don't they? So like, uh, PMT usually have a big stand, and Guitar Guitar usually have a big stand, and that's the 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 extent of like the, the Gibson guitars that you get there. So maybe, who knows? I do not. Yeah, no, I I can't remember seeing anything. Seen some pretty awesome ones like uh, like Lania come in, Redbeard effects, Thorpe, so many cool uh, cool things that are uh, going to be happening at the um, the Birmingham Guitar Show, which we will be going to next week. Woo! Immense. Um. So just before we kind of sign off the the Kramer stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading a, a comment from Doug, uh, Doug Christ. Doug Christ, yeah. Uh, and I was like, what's he talking about? Because he said, Lee, pronounce like Christmas, not Jesus. Yeah. Because I called yeah, him Doug Christ. That's what you like, did. I, I didn't put the comment with his name. I, I just read the comment. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what? what? <laughs> I was going, Kiesel? Kramer? <laughs> I was going through all them. Oh dear, that's funny. That's why you were you, you were looking perplexed. <laughs> yeah, if I was just staring like, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah a bit yeah. of a monging out like. Uh. Um, right. Okay, yeah. So, so b- before before we move on, um, the there was something that came up through Dawson's music um, this week about. Um, Another another thing in the lineup for the inspired by Gibson uh, Epiphone range, and that is the the modern uh, modern Les Paul. So I think this is is very much taking the cues from uh, the high performance series of the uh, of the Les Paul standard, where you've got like the the standard uh, the the kind of classic standard is just your unabridged, unabashed Les Paul, and then you've got the high performance, which will have like the coil splits and the phase switching and the boost and and all of this stuff that's built into it. And the uh, the Epiphone Modern series is, um, is it seems to be pointing towards that. So one thing that uh, that struck me is it's got the. Do you remember the Les Paul Access, the one with the Floyd Rose system? Yeah, was it a single uh, pickup on that as well? No, that was a it was a it was a dual pickup. It had a Floyd Rose, but it also had a sculpted um, heel joint. Yeah and, yeah, yeah, and these moderns have got that. Yeah. So again, look, <laughs> essentially what it is modernizing the Le- the Les Paul and then is it an Epiphone f- version of the modern. It's it's the Epiphone version of the high performance. High performance, yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Think the uh, fretboard radius is different, but I can't remember exactly which one. So I do apologise for that. Um, and they they come in in the 
the f- the burst fades that that um have only ever appeared on the Gibsons, not in the the Epiphone lineup before. Uh, so you, you remember from like two years back, there was like uh the the really weird kind of pinky salmon fade burst oh, thing. God, yeah, yeah, but okay. it's it's yeah. where where kind of the the burst starts up at the top horn and then kind of fades off as it gets to the bottom bottom part the arse of the guitar it's like a gradient as opposed to a, um, a burst as such isn't it yeah 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 and and that's something that that hasn't happened in the epiphone lineup before uh, so why. they're bringing it to a much much lower price point um so the two uh the two that were kind of advertised for dawson's is magma orange which is kind of a bit like cherry uh cherry sunburst but then with the fade on it and then they've got this this strange finish called uh, Caribbean blue or Caribbean blue, <laughs> which is like it's like a almost it's like pronounced a tearly... Christ, not Christ. <laughs> yeah, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Caribbean, Cari- Car- Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's it's like a, a light blue, kind kind of tearly blue, and then goes into kind of like a almost like a sandy finish in the in the center. I like this. I, I sorry we haven't got a picture to show you. I, um, uh, I should have got one, but uh, we haven't got one at the moment to show you. But I, I really like that. Um, I wasn't uh, too fussed about the orangey one, but the this Caribbean blue one does look quite nice. I just think it's it's cool that they're uh, they're trying these these interesting finishes. They're not they're not for everyone's taste, and I, I personally would probably go for the classic one over the the modern. But they're they're bringing that price point down. If you did want one of those fades, but you don't want to spend like two and a half grand on one of the high performances, then you've got this as an option. How much are they? Uh, I think they were about four and a half, five hundred ish, something like that. Not bad for a guitar with like you know Les Paul set up, but the access and these sort of things. I'm I'm a big fan of Les Pauls that are more modernised. I know a lot yeah. of people would spit on my grave for that, but um, fuck off. To each their own, yeah. Everyone's allowed an opinion. If yeah, you choose exactly. to waste yours, it's not. I like opinion. Les Pauls. I like the way they sound, but I want to be able to shred a little bit if I want to as well. You know, yeah, and yeah, I like playing absolutely. up high. So, yeah, it, it, it's good. Um, yeah. We have fi- left of. We've got 14 minutes, 13 minutes even, and we've got two yep. big. Big things to talk about. Should we, uh, me. Should we <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Okay. Um, right. Do you want to I'll... talk about the, the jump pedal? Explain it to me as you were explaining it to a five-year-old. Okay, so I'm going to take it as a given that most people would have heard about the jump pedal Dalai Lama, which is a play on words, obviously, the Dalai Lama, blah, 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 blah. It's a pedal... Uh, just to clarify, it's a pedal that was based on an old Roland delay, and people have gone mad for it over the world. Uh, it was their big, big hit a couple of years ago. Everyone had one, and um, lots of professional players are using them because they sound awesome. Okay, cool. Now they've brought out the Delay Llama Extreme, and I'm going to have to access my phone. The reason for that is it does so much that I've had to write it all down. So... <laughs> Imagine that we had. Yeah, I'm uh, imagining, yeah. <laughs> right, imagine we've got an analog 
delay pedal. And yeah. on it, even though it's analog, you've got subdivisions. You've got three bucket brigade chips, so it does give you a, uh, a delay time of up to 800 milliseconds, which is massive for an analog delay. Four presets. Brilliant. Analog delay presets, you know, Chase Bliss sort of territory. That's really cool. Tap tempo. Brilliant. A bit like the new Carbon Copy Deluxe. That, that's really, really good. And it's got uh, an expression in, so you can ex- express the different uh, bits and pieces, uh, the different controls. You've got a kill dry on it as well. So that's pretty cool. So you, know, you can just hear your reverb, uh, sorry, not reverb, your delays. And you can change it. So when you turn it off, you get trails if you want. Or you can turn it so it's got no buffer. And it's got a CV input as well, which I don't actually know what it means. <laughs> but... If it's that, curriculum vitae, isn't it? That one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, curriculum vitae. So that all sounds like a really, really cool thing to have. It sounds like you know, oh, that delay pedal's got everything I need. It's based on an old space echo or something along those lines. Blah blah blah. Great. Where this gets really interesting is you know when you're playing, it does a lot more. You know when you're playing. You know when you turn your your time when you're playing it with a delay and the repeats yeah, get woo, 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 woo. exactly they change pitch don't they they do indeed so they've used the ability to change the um change the time rate the time and rate or the rate of the time I should say um really really quickly within the pedal to create modulations so ah, is that is that the pitch shift mode by any chance? It does. It does do a pitch shift, but it does a vibrato, which sounds really yeah, cool, yeah. really warbly. Got that? Yeah, like sine wave vibrato. Got, go on. What else has it got? I'll see if you because I've got some of this written down as well. I'm okay. marking you for your effort here. So it's got it's got modulation a bit like you get on a carbon copy. So on the mod button, it makes it sound like uh, you got where so it's my carbon copy there. yeah so yeah hands. so we've got the yeah the tape age yeah good yeah, yeah. got that it's got Go a on. random so you yeah, hit random, random and it just plays whatever the fuck but <laughs> so from that i, I understood that it it um it brings your your delays at random random intervals so it, it fluctuates the um the the time at which the yeah they repeat exactly. Basically, it plays whatever the fuck it wants. Okay, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but the pitch shifter has an eight-step sequencer on it as well, which is bringing it into the world of something else we're going to talk about uh, later, but uh, brings it into sort of the world of um, the count to five, those sort of things. Yes. So um, it's changing the, the pitch with an eight-step sequencer. And yeah. this is all done analog. And that's that is mental. The fact that you can get because I, I I would have assumed that this was digital. All done. So it's kind of kind of chase blissy where it's digital uh, digital controlling of the analog circuitry. Yeah, and and almost a bit more like chase bliss where they've really kind of like stepped out and. Try to create something new because, uh, you know, it's 
it is a different sound. It's not. It doesn't sound like other sequences I've heard. Um, it does have an analog sort of feel to it. And you can hear that it's not overly precise, um, and that's not a bad thing. It's like yeah. oh, you know, if you've got an it gives it some concern on the some helix, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's bang on. This has got like you know when it goes up to the when it turns the the uh, the speed up. You hear it turning the speed up, so it's like turning it up, up and down, Ooh, these sort of things. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not instantly there. It kind of it takes time to ramp. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that the Helix later will be emulating. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. trying to. Yeah, and oh my god, this is so cool. You know, I was I was talking to um, the, the guys over at Jam about this um, because we were talking about the Rattler and some of the other stuff. So the Rattler is a uh, rat. Um, a, well, it's it's more than just a rap, but it's in that sort of ballpark. Um, and um, you know, we we're talking about all those sort of things. And he said, "But this is what we've just released." And fuck me, it's awesome! It's yeah. I am so blown away by this. Uh, and and I don't know if he thought I was just like big enough yeah, yeah. or something along those lines. Polishing am, his. Yeah. absolutely blown away by this it sounds so cool I, I want one of these badly it's just <laughs> awesome yeah, man. the thing that strikes me is that they've they've kept it looking like it's it, it's really kind of understated on the front because it's it's got like style, the three knobs yeah. and, and like two uh two mini toggles and it's got three um three foot switches which so you got preset on in the middle on the left you've got the so on off bypass yeah, yeah. and then on the right you've got your tap tempo yeah and so i mean it's it's not out the realms of of being just a standard analog delay is it no oh it, when it, it is it does that yeah but like from the look of it you would you wouldn't suspect it so it's not looking like a like a spaceship like some of these digitally controlled pedals can yeah, look, look like Let's describe it for the listeners. Um, viewers, obviously, we have this goes out as a podcast as well. If you want to catch up on that, that's the live, that's the Fret Talk uh, podcast. Um, but uh, and every other week, you get one that isn't live. So on here, you've got the top three knobs are tone, so not tone, time. Um, what are you laughing at? Top three knobs. <laughs> All right. Okay. Top three knobs. I mean, uh, time, repeats, and level. Well, it says TRNL, so that's what I'm assuming it is. Then you've got three swatch, uh, switches underneath that. I really thought I'd done something wrong when you were laughing at me. <laughs> what have I said? <laughs> you've got three switches under that. Uh, trails, kill dry, and the third one is subdivision. So you've got three different subdivisions, like dotted apes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then you've got four LEDs. You've got, enough, you've got a couple of other LEDs knocking around in there. We've got four LEDs on there, which are obviously your presets. And then the three switches, as we described, which are on, presets, and tap. And there is another black switch on there, which could be a massive great big LED, or it could be something else. Uh, it's probably how you save the presets. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I've just just checked the time, and I, uh, I feel like we should probably probably yeah. move move on. Before we do, I just... I'd urge anyone who's who's interested in that pedal check out the uh, the product review that the guys at Jam do because it, it explains it quite uh, quite a lot better than Lee does. 
<laughs> um, I but, thought I did a good job, man. No, no, you, you, you didn't uh, do too yeah. bad later, but, but it's definitely one of those that you you have to hear to be able to to truly grasp what the fuck it's doing. Um, because yeah. it, it, even though it's like you're mentioning like sequences and and all this kind of space age malarkey, it it's quite musical in in uh, in certain settings. So it does it does a whole plethora full of things. And speaking oh. of plethora, oh. <laughs> yeah, the, the pedal that I keep on wanna, wanting to call the Pantheon, I don't know why. Uh, TC Electronics. <laughs> Uh, in September of last year, they released uh, a, a little teaser on their Instagram, which literally just had a picture of like a mash button, but it was like on a, on a what looked like a white pedal. I mean, like, well, that's that's not been released before. I wonder what that is. Uh, and then and it was a digital, it had like a, a digital little screen in the distance sort of thing, didn't it? Yeah. it was, um... Yeah, yeah cool. very clever of TC. Uh, so I think most people worked out what it was going to be, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. Um, I have slept since then, so I, I, I couldn't have t- told you what I done last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, so ever since the kind of the the dawn of the um, the tone print series pedals, people have been like considering. Well, if if they're they're pretty much the same thing, aren't they? All of these tone print pedals, because it's all digitally done. Could you not, in theory, have like a blank, a blank tone print pedal, which you could just beam whatever you want, like whatever algorithm you wanted into it, and it could be. I did. I did that with the X4. The um, I had the Flashback X4, and I set some of the tone prints as choruses and stuff. Yeah, but that's because it is—it's a delay, and chorus is delay. Same as the the llama like we were just talking about, where yeah. you can get the different effects yeah. by affecting the delay time. Yeah. So what what they've done? They've they've taken that idea, but not just done it in in a single pedal, which you would have thought that'd be pretty useful, having like a almost like a, a tone print blank pedal. They've they've gone and kind of ran with that idea to. To the next level, haven't they? So it's it's called the X5 because it's got five, essentially five stomp boxes worth of pedals in it. Um, so they are all basically all of the tone print uh, enabled pedals. Be the flashback, the Hoff. Uh, what else have you got? I've got shit. I've got some here, like the Vortex Flanger, the Helix Phaser, the Corona Chorus, the Shaker. Uh, there's there's so many more like the the pitch shifter as well the subbing up all Dude, of how the, can you not mention the mojo mojo that's not tone print enabled ah <gasps> uh, is that not on here no the drives aren't tone print enabled it's all of the kind of modulation and time based stuff uh, no even, drives on it whatsoever then no drives at all but what they've done to get around that hold your horses there Lee whoa. That's English Whoa, for stop. That's in- English for stop a horse. Um, <laughs> um, what they've done is they've put an effects loop in it, which you can move to any point in the chain, uh, which you can put your drives into. And we were talking about this a little bit just before the cast, weren't we? And about mm. how you could theoretically have like, like the effects that you'd have 
pre uh like before your amp and then you could have like a preamp pedal and then you could have the effects you, that you'd have in the effects loop and it, and you've pretty much yeah, got it, your your rig there on on the video it does say that you, know, you can choose which effects you're sending to the effects loop and which effects you're not um so that that's yeah. a pretty cool thing you know um uh, the effects loop of your amp that is yeah so i mean so that in and of itself is is pretty cool it's stereo in and stereo out as well so i mean all of the uh, there's there's a bunch of them um, all of the the big box um tone print enabled ones are stereo because you've got that expansive uh back and forth with um whatever like the modulations swirl between the two speakers or the the delay you can have the ping pong yeah. and, and all of this so it it makes complete and utter sense what really really blew me away about this though uh, on top of all that, I mean, that would be enough to put it in, like, in contention with the the HX stomp. Or uh, sorry, FX. the HX HX effects, not the HX stomp. Sorry, the HX effects, which yeah. which is doing a very similar kind of thing. Uh, I think that's got six uh, six banks, whereas this has got Something five. However, so like the, the thing that kind of sets this then. Even further apart, is... it's got a cab sim. It's got like a, a, a cab sim on one of, on the outs, a, a British voiced cab sim. So you could literally use this as your um, as your flight rig. So if you put a preamp pedal in in along there somewhere, you know, like a, um, a jester or something along those lines, <laughs> or like this Duchess preamp that's, that's just sitting down here. Oh, well, that's not, I thought that's, I thought that's where you were going with that one. Yeah, it's no, just no, uh, no. here's one that's I made, lamp, it? isn't it? But even if, like, let's say you used um, a metal zone because people use that as a preamp sometimes. Yeah, don't yeah they? exactly that. Yeah, and it, that sounds really good as a preamp as well. Um, and then you just ran that into. Oh no, you'd need a power ramp out as well. Not necessarily. Um, Not necessarily. Well, uh, you know, I don't. I think you should. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it is pretty cool. One thing that I really liked about this dude is the flashy the mash. The mash function works on all, all of the, pe- the legacy pedals, even the ones that never had the mash function. Okay, nice. Yeah, so like, uh, I, I can't. Yeah, think so I mean, like, <laughs> you know. like I say, I've got the the Helix Chorus here. Which, uh, sorry, the Helix Phaser. Which definitely, definitely didn't have mash function in it. Um, yep. it, di- it didn't even have like the the tap feature that you get in the. Um, I don't think it did. Maybe it does. Maybe that's an untapped potential that I've uh, I've not. <laughs> <laughs> does it say mash beside it? Because it normally does beside the switch. Yeah, it's, it's, def- like it. it's not got mash on it. I know it's it's not got mash. In fact. For some reason, the the vortex flanger, the fa- the flashback, have both got true bypass next to the switch. However, the phaser doesn't. So, God. what's going on with yeah. that? So, um, at, uh, a <laughs> couple, couple of comments on it. Um, Joseph on. said, "Very cool. I could totally get on board with that." <laughs> Is that a pun? Um, uh, Andrew said, "I want one, but I can't justify the expense, even though the price is." Pr- Perfectly reasonable. How much are these? So I think they're they're coming in at three nine nine dollars. So that uh, if we're talking like three four nine quid. pounds, 
that's it's cheaper than the HX effects. It's around the same price as the stomp. I think TC stuff is cheaper in the UK because because they're Denmark, aren't they? So I think they're cheaper in the UK than they are in the states. Okay. Oh, maybe we're talking like three hundred, three two nine, something like that. Could be. So it's not bad. It's a really good fly rig idea. That they're they're, um, they're their marketing campaign on this is three words. They're saying pedals, boards, tone prints, and they're just saying yeah. that over and over again on every everything. Um, so, I've, I've been mentioning tone prints again and again and again. Mm. Didn't mention the fact it says that you've got. Let's let's just double check this one. It said there was something like seventy nine tone prints that you could have in the in the pedal. I thought it was more than that, um, but yeah, you've got. So that you know, that's a hell of a lot of pedals. That really is. Uh, they yeah. said they're studio quality. Studio quality. I don't know so much about that. I don't think if I was if I was setting up a professional studio, I don't think I'd go for TC stuff unless it was a twenty two ninety. Um, but the the Hall of Fame reverbs are nice. They are very very good. I mean, that's the thing about TC stuff. Um, I mean, the criticism that some people have is that they're they're just a bit too pristine and they're too perfect, a little bit sterile in that fact. But I've never had a problem. I, like whenever I've cause down here, I've got pretty much a board of TC stuff because I've at one point I, I went through a big T, TC phase. And honestly, the just the sheer uh, amount of tones, like I can get any tonal um, tonal areas that I wanted to get from that. Yeah, I've had a lot of that gear, um, but I haven't got any at the moment I can think of. Just looking around me, but not, you're right that they're, they're, it's not. There's no effects that they don't offer that I can't. No main effects, you know. They haven't got um, bit crushes. I don't think have they got a bit crusher? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, but they. I mean, you they could probably make one with 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 the tone print stuff. Exactly that. I mean, but. They've even gone gone as far as to have like the vibe, the viscous vibe. They've got uh, the mimic doubler, so they've even got like stereo doubling like kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that. I really do like that. What was I looking at recently? Oh, the um, the new two notes capture X. That's got uh, the same thing built into it, so right, you okay. can save having to double track your guitars. Nice. It's lazy, but it's it's handy. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you're talking my language. They're lazy. There, there is uh, another function of this. You've got an expression in, so you can put like your expression pedal down the side of it. Yeah. Um, the expression pedal can be moved around, and it can um, express any function on it. Fine, cool. It can also be used as a volume pedal at any point. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can do those swells. So you can like swell in the reverb and stuff like that so you can play along and as you're playing you can just add more and more reverb to it so yeah get some like Pink Floyd Pink Floyd sounds um yeah I, I that's that's really cool uh, there was another thing about this because when I first looked at it I saw that you've got five switches down the bottom and you've got five knobs at the top and I thought well, well that's a bit crap because each each effect you're only going to get one um one knob of parameter on it but you don't when you click on that effect because the buttons click in 
yeah, you can then that effect then scroll the, through the, the five, yeah the five knobs then become the different parameters of that effect. So yeah. I just thought if I thought that, other people out there might have thought it as well. So it's worth pointing that out. Yeah, and then you get the deep editing stuff through the tone print uh, app as well. Yeah, but you can really exactly. fine tune it. I the thing that stood out to me the most about this, above everything else that we've mentioned, was just how easy it looked to use. So, yeah. you um, if you've got two effects and you want to swap their placement, they don't even have to be next to each other. They yeah, can be either yeah. end. If you click them you both know, at the same time, it swaps them. Isn't it something like you hold down the first and the last one, and then it puts you in like switching mode, and then you just press them and they switch. No, no, you just hold two down at the same time and it switches them. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's 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 like really, really, really intuitive and really simple to uh, to organise on the fly. And I think saves all times as well as you're going through it. You don't have like go in and save. It's saving all the time, which I'm not sure how that works. Because what if you make a cock up and you just undo what you did? Press Control Z. Uh, I think I think that's probably a good place for us to end Um, because as we said Love Island is is not going to watch itself Um, Joseph just said Fun and Page or Finn and Page to win oh hang on wrong group and I'm like what was he talking about now you mentioned Love Island I'm like oh I'm guessing that's what it is I can't believe we've spoken about that heard of a program so much I know Uh, I I can't can't believe that he said Finn and Page to win to be honest um, I mean, just Demi needs to win on her own. Just plain and simple. Yes. yes. Um, so I think Slash Slash should win. I don't <laughs> think um, I don't think Malmsteen should stay in. I think Slash should win. No. What do you mean? Less is more. More is more. <laughs> um, so uh, just before we do our, our final wrap ups, we do we do have Patreon. If you've enjoyed what you have heard. Or, or seen today if you head up to fret talk uh, sorry uh, patreon.com slash fret talk you can uh, you can chuck us a book uh, it explains everything there and to our wonderful patreon subscribers we've got An- mr andrew bimson who's been in the chat mr D- doug christ not christ uh, he's just uh, andrew's just said cheers guys see you on saturday so we'll see him at birmingham as well in- indeed we shall yeah we've got uh, adam yeomans doug christ uh Joe Richardson of Everything Joseph. Check out his his new uh his new album, Love Face. Um and he's he's putting out some mad proggy stuff on his um on his Instagram as well. Check that out. Um and under flute guitar as well, who you um again, if you're not following on Instagram, make sure you are because he along with uh Simon of JSA are pumping out some amazing stuff as well. Um so how do we usually wrap this up? Okay, yeah, it's me. Uh, if you want to catch me online, it's uh, <laughs> it's slash budget pedal chap at Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. YouTube, you get uh, a video a week. You get the no talk all tone stuff, and every so often, I appear in the pedal boards of Doom uh, YouTube channel as well. If you haven't, please, please, please subscribe to that because we are so, so close to getting a thousand subscribers. We are like within touching distance. Um, so yeah, if you haven't, check that stuff out. Throw my stuff a like as well. Put some comments saying that budget pedal chap content is always the best. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Um, but yeah, just 
subscribe and just share it with some beeps as well. Uh, Lee, you are not only Pedalboards of Doom, you are uh, Tonepedia uh, related as well, aren't you? Uh, as we mentioned yes. a little bit earlier. Yeah, we do all the Tonepedia stuff. So if you want to know about Tonepedia, it's a way of trying out stuff um for real so all the sounds are really recorded you go on there and you turn the knobs and all these bits and pieces uh, um not just for pedals you've got acoustic guitars electric guitars basses um you've got amps on there now and you've also got speakers which is really cool i don't know if i mentioned this to you but you can go through and you get a setup and then you can just switch out the speakers and it tells it shows you what it's like and how important speakers are because a lot of people don't know the yeah. difference between say a greenback and a greenback heritage and a v30 and these sort of things speakers so, yeah. absolutely change your sounds don't they such a massive part I, you know people some people really love a one by 12 i can't stand a one by 12 sounds really boxy to me but then again if you get a different speaker in a one by 12 it, it doesn't necessarily get, it's not necessarily going to sound like that I, I still long for the day where we get mixed speakers and tweeters in cabs. I really do. I want to see that. Well, I think you may be uh, maybe hoping for a while, Lee. Yeah. And I think that is that is a, a beautiful place in which to end our podcast for this week. So thank you, all of you viewers who have uh, who have joined us this week. It's been absolutely amazing, and uh, just having you guys contributing to our uh, our show just makes this well worth doing. So keep up the good work, you guys. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for putting our podcast into your ears. Um, it's always a delight. Uh, so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Lee, say bye, Lee. Bye, guys. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. To our little bit. Bye-bye, all. Thanks that, that, that is a wave. A wave. Goodbye, everybody. Tell you a joke. Go on, tell me a joke. Go on, Lee. The only joke I can think of is really, really nasty. Uh, go on, go on. I did hear a really good joke the other day. What was it? Go I'll on. tell you my wife's favourite joke. Go on. How does Moses make tea? He, he brews it? Yeah. It's obvious. <laughs> uh, I'll, c- c- come on. Go on. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a... You're a proper joke here. Did you, uh, did you hear about the paper shop? Go on. It blew away. Interesting. Um, <laughs> there was uh, there was one about a uh, a magic tractor. Went there. Turned into a field. <laughs> Wait. Oh, there we go. Yeah, shit jokes. Tried to oh, catch fog. Think? Missed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so easily pleased. <laughs>